0: This week's episode is brought to you in part by FNX Fit, a fitness supplements brand that can get you hooked up with all of your pre, post, during, workout needs, as well as other nutritional supplements. Use checkout code CARLPOOLING at fnxfit.com to get 15% off your order. what the cat dragged in oh. if it's not the audience
1: look at the audience you're in that cat's mouth it's playing with you
0: Ew. back again just like you always are back in the back seat with Carl pulling the number one show
1: the number one show of any show ever recorded in any format ever I think we that's... were
0: rated on the internet as the number one show and yeah. uh, from uh, we, the award ceremony was lavish uh mr internet himself came out and uh, gave us the trophy
1: regis Philibin kissed me on the mouth yep um, and which was a surprise
0: now we own reddit yeah uh because as you know reddit is owned by the last person that regis kisses
1: right exactly that's that's in the bylaws yep and so
0: statutes upvote our 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 downpost i have never been on reddit I know what you're on... thinking. How can mm-hmm. you be informed?
1: How can you be conservative and not go be on Reddit, dude?
0: To be fair, I have been on Reddit, but only when I'm like searching for something that no one knows the answer to, and then I go to edit to Reddit to also not find the answer. It's very yeah. convenient in that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, Hunter, let's tell them what they're here for. Not that they don't know, but actually they, they might they not know. know. Uh just a little peek behind the kimono. Huge week for Carl Pooling uh hitting more and more all-time highs which means that you all are sharing with your friends and family and listening to the show greatest audience in the world all small what, and mighty
1: what is what in the world is the pitch for this show hey mom uh, listen to these two guys just you know talk
0: yeah hey you guys, are you very angry right now? <laughs> you're not. Well, if you want to be, you should listen to these guys.
1: Right. They talk uh, about how angry they are and sometimes yeah. about movies for no reason. Yeah.
0: So. You're really going to love it. Uh Before yeah. we before we talk ourselves out of our show, um, right. let's tell the people while they're here why. Let's tell them why they're here while they're here.
1: Okay. Whew. That makes sense. Whew.
0: This is Carl Pooling, a conversation between two brothers whose names end in Carl. It is traditionally carried out in the moving cab of a black 2010 Honda Civic. However, the car has been retired. This is the new world order. And we find ourselves under the thumb of the Illuminati, who no longer let us drive gas-guzzling traditional internal combustion engine vehicles. It's all Teslas and Priuses all the way down. When the nice thing about Teslas and Priuses, as apart from the fact that stay on target, the planet, Hunter, <laughs>
1: stay on target,
0: <laughs> is that you never have to you never have to ask the sexual orientation of anyone getting out of a Tesla or a Prius. Why? Um, because if it's a Tesla, they're straight.
1: Uh, Anyhow,
0: uh, now that I've offended lo- offended the audience,
1: we just lost all our listeners. Crud. Okay,
0: but be honest with me. Be honest with me. If you're okay. If you're trying to present mm-hmm. the fact that you might be just a little bit homosexual, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it, but like a Prius is as good as a neckerchief in that world I feel
1: like. <laughs> same kind of calling card,
0: yeah, and I'm not okay. saying it's wrong. I'm just saying that it is it's obvious, so Fair this shows about everything that offends you, religion, politics, art literature philosophy government media Priuses. Priuses everything that you find offensive uh, last week we had a big offensive episode on guns and why everyone knows nothing about them you know what's funny is that uh, one thing we didn't get into in that show hunter is I was, as I was looking up like different guns. tweets and different articles that we discussed on the show yeah nobody nobody knows what a gun is everyone's like that's a fully automatic single fire Trigger, hair trigger. And I'm like, it's just, no nobody knows a a gosh darn thing. That's actually
1: an M18 carbine. Um, Yeah. So, whoops. (laughs) Whoops.
0: (laughs) And they're like, the military uses that gun. And I'm like, well, no, the military uses, you know, a M4, not an AR-15. You know, whatever. Um, It's just all so funny to me. So anyhow, because you, the general audience, is so ill-informed on almost every topic, you come here. To get the, the facts hot and
1: fresh. Right. Without any bias or opinions. We've we've that's ironed right. that all out. We've gotten our sieves and our colanders. And we've gotten all the bias out of this recipe. We'll post it to Instagram so you can follow along with the cool pictures and nice little cutouts. Uh, but that that's just another way we drive business to the carpooling brand. Uh, speaking, of, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of business and speaking of the carpooling brand... Something exciting happened this week, Chris. Something that's never happened before in the history of mankind. Um, A podcast got a sponsorship. Okay, it's happened before. Okay, Okay? once or twice. It's happened once, or maybe twice, but it's the first time it's happened to me, and that makes it important, Chris. I don't care what Dad says.
0: A (sighs) moment of navel-gazing self-reflection and and, uh, seriousness here. When Hunter and I started out this podcast journey, we thought, wouldn't it be really cool to just like get you know we don't have to take over the world we don't have to become the world's largest multimedia conglomerate but wouldn't it be cool if we got just like a little bit of money for what we we're doing here wouldn't it be cool if we just kind of could say we wouldn't got a cool? sponsor we did it you know wouldn't it be not cool if we not for the money
1: an... right right
0: but just for like hey somebody's paying you to do this that's kind of cool
1: wouldn't it be and, cool uh, if we could make all these mics, you know, like pay ourselves back for those?
0: Yeah, exactly. For all this <laughs> equipment and time that we spend. So anyway, yeah, we got a sponsorship. Uh, it's fnxfit.com is uh, sponsoring part of this episode, and uh, we've, we've tried out some of their products. They sell fitness supplements, so clearly they've never seen us.
1: Us, ever. Uh,
0: which is great, because that's why
1: we're an audio-only show. This is actually a great, we're actually great sponsors because you can tell in like a month if it's working, right? Yeah. (laughs) Chris sure does
0: sound healthy today instead of wheezing into the microphone like he normally does. (laughs) So anyway, try it out. They've got some different things. They've got some protein powders. Um, and they've got some some other nutritional supplements like hydration right. and sleep aids and different things like that. So go give them a whirl. We're just starting to get into that world. Hunter, have you tried any of the products?
1: Yeah, I'm actually taking their krill oil, which is their fish oil. I've had I've taken fish oil before in the past. A doctor recommended it for heart health, and I was like, okay, doc, what do you know? And then I started taking it, like you know, because he actually knew a lot more than me. Um, and, and how
0: healthy would you say your heart is right now?
1: like I could it can probably punch a hole in the wall it's that healthy yeah, it sounds like
0: a healthy heart
1: it's very healthy uh, you know Wolverine is always calling me up asking for my heart that's how healthy it is
0: and uh, I I was uh, earlier today try, drinking some of their uh, their hydration mix for sure, sure, sure. recovery and that sort of thing uh, not because I worked out today just simply because I only drink water if I fool myself with a flavor <laughs> and so uh, you two can feel better about not being in shape. Um, just kidding. I'm sure the vast majority of our audience is in way better shape than we are.
1: I will say this. Uh, I've had fish oil pills before, um, and they're good. They're fine. They always taste like fish, which is, I mean, come on, no duh, right? But I will say that these it's the Renew Krill Oil from FNX Fit. It's doesn't taste like fish. So if you're looking for a little supplement for your heart and just some um, Added omega 3s. Ooh, look at that word. Ooh. You know, go ahead and go ahead and pick this up because it actually tastes pretty good. So not bad at all.
0: Yep, that's right. And when you go at checkout, use checkout code Carlpooling. Uh just the name of the show. Not case sensitive. And that'll send a little love our way. So all right. enough with that. Hunter, let's jump in to the business here. And by okay. the business, I mean the funny business, the monkey business. <laughs> Give yeah. me this week's roadkill. I can hardly wait.
1: Okay. Uh, we've got a good one for us. Uh, this, is a, this is a classic wheelhouse uh, for the roadkill. And I'm, uh, you ever have those roadkills, Christopher, where you're not sure what animal you killed, uh, but there's just a lot of animals that died?
0: Literally constantly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just, that makes sense. It's like I've ruined an entire petting zoo and I'm not going to turn around.
1: Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Like right. the
0: road is paved, but you feel like you're on gravel. It's just, uh, yeah, obviously yeah, all the time,
1: all the time because w- we live in some f- God forsaken boondock somewhere. Um, yeah. so I'm not sure who my car is hitting in this episode of the roadkill. Not a real threat, not a real threat. Media matters. Good <laughs> God.
0: That's the other goal we have is to be the target of a media matters. hit piece. <laughs> that
1: would actually be great. Wouldn't um, it? yeah, it would make me finally, my life would be worth living. Um, so I'm not sure who I'm hitting, but let me just go ahead and read you the headline. This is from USA today. Okay. Adele stirs cultural appropriation controversy. Controversy. 100
0: uh, 100 take <laughs> that from the top, okay?
1: Okay. <laughs> just rewind that for you. Uh Adele stirs <clears throat> Adele. Oh my god. Stir- <laughs> this is not working. I can do this. I can <clears throat> read. Maybe <clears throat> Adele stirs Cultural appropriation controversy wearing bantu knots. Controversy? <laughs> I can't say it. I can't say it today. Okay,
0: let me say the first part for you. I, Adele, I told you I
1: didn't know I was going to hit with this.
0: Adele Stur- Well, it was us. You've ruined yeah. the show. We got sponsored <laughs> and we're falling apart at the seams. Adele stirs cultural appropriation controversy. No, that's, it not what it that's not what
1: it says. Controversy. That's not what it says. Wearing bantu knots in her latest photo. So, uh, I'm just gonna show what you that. It's a,
0: a Bantu knot. Okay, it's,
1: what, it's that. You it's know traditional, what? Traditional like African hairstyle, right?
0: Okay, uh, here's the thing: it, it was only a matter of time before they canceled Adele, and the reason is because she's just lost like 300 pounds. She looks <laughs> fantastic, and this sure. makes the you know liberal beluga whale at your local place of work. It makes their head explode because you're healthy at any weight and you're beautiful no matter what size. And, of course, that is all uh, what we like to call horse excrement. Mm-hmm. It's not good to be heavy. It's not good to be overweight. Fat shaming works. FNXfit.com. <laughs> <So>.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was on brand today. So,
0: So, anyhow, so she wears these. So, so what I'm saying is I'm not surprised that yeah. they're looking for an easy out. Right, so tell me about the controversy Hunter
1: so she basically posted a picture of herself uh, during the quarantine of her at this festival that takes place in the u k It's this place where there apparently some Jamaican heritage or something along those lines um, and she's wearing a traditional uh African hairstyling, and she's also wearing uh what appears to be like a J- uh, like a i think it's a Jamaican flag bikini essentially top. Mm-hmm. and so she appears you know, to be like appropriate appropriating that culture in this photo. And so people are, this, this stirred up the exactly same kind of controversy you would typically think. Um, whereas some people are like, Oh my God, you look great girl. And then some people are also, um, angry. Right. Um, because yeah one of the hallmarks of a
0: good controversy hunter is that some people are angry
1: (laughs) right no i know but i mean like some people are like excited for her and like think this is great and think this is awesome and then some people are just like frustrated and it just shows that like the narrative around like i'm gonna call it celebrating other cultures is Mm -hmm. complicated and so i think what it came down to is people were saying that uh Women can white women can basically wear African uh, hairstylings, right, and receive praise and adoration online. Where uh, African this uh, African heritage women have basically had those hairstyles and been told they look dirty, been told that they you know need to have their needing to meet the beauty standards of white women and all that, and saying that Adele adopting this hairstyle is essentially like expressing that same sentiment, right? Wow. Well,
0: okay. Let's not spend too much time on this one because it gives me cancer of the face and (laughs) head and neck. Um, Sure. Okay. Let's just put it this way. I don't know if any of you have ever been to Jamaica, but they are trying to export some culture. And let me just say, if you visit a gift shop... Uh, this is the classiest thing you've exported. So why don't yeah. you just take the W and move on? Yeah. Uh, if people are out... You, you haven't cornered the market on small rubber bands. If people are out and want to do an updo to keep their themselves cool, uh, just just be glad that it's not like a borderline racist-looking wooden carven image smoking a doobie with its pants down, okay? that We we threw you a bone on this one. You're welcome, Jamaica. We'll be back again next year. The end.
1: And, and to be fair, it was for, like, this carnival that celebrates, like, UK and Jamaican heritage, which is yeah. near her hometown. So it's like, you know, anyway. Do
0: you want me to rot your mind with some cultural appropriation nonsense that I saw this week? Um, yes, I, I think you probably heard that that I and I'm not a purveyor of the Marvel movies, but Chadwick Boseman. Am yeah, I getting yeah, that yeah. name right? The uh, actor who maybe. played who played Black Panther. Right, right, right. I believe that's his name. Um, I knew who you're talking about. He he passed away this week, uh, which is very sad because by all accounts he was he was a talented a uh, talented individual and. Uh, he he lost a four-year battle with colon cancer so obviously a tragic situation mm. and our our prayers and thoughts go out to his family and his friends um but in in light of all this there was a tweet that i read from one of the you know the typical pronoun accounts and it said remember white people not to post too much or too vociferously about your sorrow at the passing of this actor Wakan this is the part that that's crazy wakanda is not ours Bleh. wakanda is not anyone's they made it up guys it's a joke in fact like,
1: a jew made it up yeah like, like
0: yeah exactly it's crazy yeah. wakanda is not ours and we need to leave space for other voices to grieve and i'm just like oh are you kidding me so like Look at the hilarious world that you set up. It, it's so funny how little it takes to be a hero. But for right. one, now, mourning the death of a individual that looks different than you, right? A black individual, if you're white, uh, is now racist because you're hogging the limelight, I guess, because his death is is spot like you just view the entire world as social currency and his death is a cash grab for you and you're saying i'm only a little bit greedy while i tell everyone else that they're more greedy and then that makes you the most greedy of all and then on the other side of the coin like you are you are giving voice to the legitimacy of a fictional story and saying that that we don't like that that's not in the public domain. Like how bizarre is this? Marvel movies aren't for everyone, Hunter. Like right, right. What? what I don't are you know. You thinking? I. It's it's a disease. It's a disease. This is actually
1: this is actually a point that Robin D'Angelo makes up in her book, uh, White Privilege. Uh, no, White Fragility. Excuse me. And oh, she, Lord. and she basically says there's this one scene where uh, a black individual is killed in the news, and her and a group of her co her ladies who work together are all getting together to like meet and discuss. And one of the ladies in the group who is black says essentially that I can't take any white women's tears today. And the reason for that comment in that situation was because, um, in the past white women's tears have been used to accuse black men for rape, and for um, abuse and I've for heard assault, that
0: line of argument,
1: right? And so they were. And so what this black woman was saying is, I cannot look at a white woman crying because it brings up too much pain, especially today when a black person has wrongfully died. And so, uh,
0: just just a one, just a no, <laughs> if you don't mind, just okay, please. If another person's sadness is too much for you to handle. Maybe you're the fragile one.
1: Maybe you're the fragile one. Uh, Oh, man.
0: We could just treat people like people. Um, Yeah, we could. Yeah, and that's the other thing that I hate about this, the white knighting of it all. Like, oh, I feel so deeply about the death of this actor. However, Mm -hmm. I will take the high ground because I can control my emotions. And I'll let those who can't. I'll make space for those who can't. Mm. I will take on the challenge of not sharing with you all of my deep-burning passions because I have to be strong for them and keep it in because they just can't handle it. It's just it's like, adorable. put yourself on more of a pedestal, you freaks. You it's probably... a, it is a brain-eating worm, you, this leftism, this woke cultural Marxism. It is a worm that eats your brain.
1: Um, you know, if, anyhow, you, if you are that stressed out and that high strung can we suggest to you the X fit relax it oh. will help you with your sleep aids
0: <laughs> we we uh, you, there's never going to be a sponsor that drops this more quickly uh, there's never going to be a show that got dropped more quickly than this no doubt um, okay they don't right. know
1: don't tell them you all don't tell them who we are just keep use a the secret. coupon
0: code and keep your mouth shut
1: exactly uh, right it's like a or I'll crisis. hit you again. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta hit the audience. Sometimes um, you gotta hit the audience. That's why I always keep a tube stock. Tube stock. tube stock. <laughs> the words aren't I thought, working. Wait, tonight.
0: Hunter. I thought I thought Trump banned tube stocks. He did. He um, did
1: actually banned <laughs> ban tube stocks, so I can't use that unless.
0: Unless. Hey, let's jump into our topic this week.
1: Yep. 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 Um, we just talked about guns. Why don't we talk about guns some more, Chris?
0: Yeah, because they're they're in the uh, they're in the ether, they're in the air. Uh, yeah. You can't you can't wave a cat around Portland without pissing PETA off and hitting somebody who's ready to shoot
1: somebody else. So that makes sense. Uh, do we want to take our email, or do we want to take that at the end of the show? Actually,
0: did we get some email?
1: We got we got an email. Yeah, it was uh, from Second Lieutenant Ben Polk, Actually, Second um,
0: Lieutenant Benjamin Polk. Let's talk to him at that. Well, hold on. Was it in reference to our topic? It
1: was referenced into our topic from last week.
0: Okay. Let, does it is it relevant, or should we answer it at the end?
1: Mm, I think Isn't it's kind of... fun? You guys get to see the whole process. Right. What do you guys think? How are we... Yeah. Um, it's kind of relevant, because it, it's basically talking about gun violence. Okay. Um, hit me. It could, okay, yeah. So, <clears throat> this is from uh, Second Lieutenant, possibly a different rank, now who cares we don't care he's just he's just been on the show okay he's just a yeah. guest he's Ugh. just a guest okay so he writes in thank you for writing in by the way we love it when people write in. it's really like a great thing so love the episode on guns i recently stumbled onto the gun violence rates by state statistics is there a conservative explanation for the prevalence of gun violence among states with less gun control Basically, it seems to me that the stricter gun laws a state has, the lower the gun violence rate is. As you know, I'm a big gun guy. And then he winks. Curious for your take on this.
0: <laughs> oh, Second Lieutenant Ben, you saucy dog. He, um, he
1: didn't wink. I did that for him. But but me, I thought he needed it.
0: Let me just say this. I, uh-huh. If you're, I, I don't think that states are the right level of... The right level of... Um, magnification for this specific topic for instance you can have some incredibly red states with very free gun laws with incredibly democratic cities and yes uh, this is true very blue cities and so sometimes people break this down by by state and they're like well this state went red in the last election but they have a lot of gun violence and then you look and it's like detroit and you know Michigan. I'm. Not, I don't know which way Michigan voted in the last election. But there's a lot of rural areas in Michigan that tend to be more red. And then you've got Detroit, that right. is incredibly blue. It's been run by Democrats for many, many decades. Um, the over over half a century, exclusively run by Democrats. And then you've got a lot of gun violence there. So what I'm. I I guess what I'm saying is a lot of people try and use this as a proxy to show the argument that uh, that red states with fewer restrictions on gun ownership and carrying and all of those types of things tend to create a safer environment. But then the state's the state's not at all a reasonable re- resolution for looking at that issue. I think what you should do instead, uh, and I want to hear your take on this too, Hunter, but I think what you should do instead is look at the me- major metropolitan areas that have the worst violence and then study the specifics and the difference of the gun law that exists on the, in those municipalities and the gun ownership rates. And I think that tends to be a little bit more indicative.
1: I, yeah, I think that's a good point. I also think, I think your first point on this is not being necessarily the right issue to look at is important. Uh, one of the things that you see, you know, with any types of correlation is that it's not necessarily causation. And mm. so like when you do this, when you, what you would expect to find after doing this is that, okay, well, Sure, the red states appear to have more gun violence, okay, check. Then what I would also expect to find is that, you know, the rates of gun ownership should Cohen should, you know, also correlate. And they right. the the data there isn't very clear, and it's also the the real thing to know is that like you're talking like um I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but I mean in this state of Alaska, 61% of the population owns guns. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a it's you know it, it's up there in the gun violence statistics, but you're talking about like hundreds of people, you know, right. commit violence, and so like it's not the same. It does. There's not a proportionality to gun ownership and gun violence. So like even though it appears the laws are having some effect, it probably means that there is another uh, factor in there that's probably more pronounced, and yeah. it's not exactly clear from the data what that is based on my analysis at this point.
0: Not just another factor, several factors. So for instance, in Alaska, it's so remote, you're effectively on the frontier. A lot of places in Alaska cannot have rapid police response. And that is a factor that appears to have a comorbidity with increased gun That's violence good point. then in addition to that you've also you're above the the whatever the 12 hours of sunlight line so That'd some go. of those gun homicides are actually suicides so you've got that factor playing in and then in addition to that you have different different uh, things like you mentioned like actual gun ownership rates and here here's another one and this is why there there's Different ways that people try and aggregate what, who has the most restrictive gun laws. And I'll say, they do this by a number of different factors, saying what types of guns are allowed or what restrictions are placed on them are there magazine restrictions, et cetera, ad nauseum. But you have to be specific because some gun laws don't change much of anything about most people's tactical everyday use. For instance, bump stocks being banned. Uh, bump stocks are funny. They're a nice recreational thing they're fun to shoot you can bump fire without a bump stock um but yep. tip very rarely used in any type of actual shooting there's that one example in i believe it was las vegas uh, the las vegas shooting i yes. believe he he had yes. a bump stock but exceptionally rare very inaccurate just not not a typical item that you would use so that that law changed very little about people's ability to tactically carry a firearm or own a firearm, whereas something like a magazine restriction might be even more restrictive and then banning, let's say, handguns. uh, Now now you're talking about a serious restriction that that changes the way in which people tactically carry day-to-day. So you really do have to be specific about the municipality and try and directly draw ties between the law and the, the type of violence that you're seeing. So it's complicated, but I think the basic point is that states are not a good proxy for, for uh, a blue state versus a red state is not a good proxy for the issue of gun violence.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just simply more complicated than that, but it's something that people will see. It's something that you might want to respond to in an argument, and it is, you know, there's a correlation there, and that's worth noticing, you know, and beyond that, there's a lot more data, and there's a lot more reasons, and the more reasons that stack up on your side of the argument, the stronger your argument is. Okay, good job. An email is answered. Well done. But now, we want to talk a little bit more about some other gun violence.
0: That's right. Let's get to the main topic of today's show. And I know we said a couple weeks ago that we were going to try and stop talking about the riots, but you guys won't stop having them, so here we are.
1: We asked, we begged, please stop burning things, and...
0: You've left us here.
1: So we've had three
0: three more incidences of gun violence since we spoke last on the topic, and those are centered around Kenosha, as you know, then, uh, well, actually, two of them are centered around Kenosha. Correct. And then there was another incident of gun violence over the weekend in Portland. And yep. so we wanted to talk about these issues and break them down and then align them to the newest media narrative. Because we've actually seen a pretty important deviation in the Biden campaigns and the the mainstream media's at large interpretation of these events over the, over the weekend, literally almost overnight. And it's important to take note of this because to be f- frank, we're being gaslit right now. If you are an American citizen, you are being gaslit. And it's not the most fun topic, but it's important to pay attention to these types of things. Unfortunately, this is not the most fun time to be an American. So anyhow, let's jump in. And Hunter, I guess we go chronological on this.
1: Yeah, so I guess we'll start with uh, Jacob Blake then. I will say this: I spent probably three hours watching this YouTuber. Um, I think his channel is Watch the is uh, watching the Watchers or something along those lines. He's a criminal defense lawyer, and he actually takes the time and he sits and he watches the video uh, scene by scene, and he just explains, you know what a defense attorney is thinking when he's looking at something like this, you know, what is the evidence that's going to be used in court and kind of talking through you on that side of it. Of course, with the bias from the defense attorney, you know, Mm -hmm. trying to defend, trying to defend the
0: uh, accused,
1: the accused, thank you. And, but I think it's like, I think it's actually really useful because instead of turning to CNN or any other pundit and kind of getting their, you know, two cents on it, you get this really measured, really analyzed view of what's going on. So I encourage anybody to go there and look at that. I think it's brought some good questions for me and you today just to talk through. But, um, cool. why are you listening to us? Go watch that show. That's my <laughs> point.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we're Don't funnier to this I'll podcast. S-
1: We've got jokes. So,
0: I mean, you wouldn't know it by listening, but just trust us. No, Yeah, just trust
1: us. Just trust us. Um, Trust us we got good jokes. So, um, yeah. So
0: let's set the scene. This video comes out about a week ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know the exact date that the video came out. Maybe it was last Monday.
1: I don't know Um, either, but it's okay.
0: Anyhow, and all you see is a man is walking around the front of a car. He's Mm -hmm. being trailed by three or so police officers. One of them is grabbing at his shirt and trying to pull him back. They're saying, don't do it. There's some other people out in the front yard. The man opens the door to the car. Uh, The police officers all have their guns drawn. The man opens the door to the car, lunges inside the vehicle, and when he does that, he is shot at seven times, and you see him slump over into the seat. So it, it's apparent that he was struck a certain number of those times. And the vi- the, the video is being taken by an individual across the street, and he says something like, here we go again, and then the video clicks off. And that dropped uh, late last week, or or late during the day, Monday or Tuesday last week. And the media, of course, exploded. Because here we had another example of a police officer... Shooting an unarmed black man, right? So, where do you start with this one?
1: Um, yeah, I think I think once again, uh, when we talked about George Floyd, um, and and many of these other shootings, one of the quick things that you see people go to is the racist card, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a white cop, black indiv- individual. Or black victim, if you will, um, shot. And based on that analysis alone, people assume that, you know, racism was involved, right? And right. and there's nothing in the video that indicates that. It doesn't mean that it wasn't a racist shooting. I mean, he could have been calling him, you know, every racial slur in the book walking to the car and you would you couldn't hear it from but the But there's from no the video. there's
0: no evidence of it.
1: There's no evidence of it, but just like the George
0: Floyd thing, there's there might have been evidence evidence. of police violence or police brutality. Right. um, Although that's been weakened by the later videos and later autopsies that have been done. But there's Mm -hmm. still no obvious evidence of racism or any kind of hate crime going on here.
1: Right. Um, So to me, this has been the big thing about this one when I've been and this is the thing I kind of got from this video. And I actually am really curious about your opinion here. Is was this a justified shooting um, with Jacob and Blake, and I think I, I can understand the argument from both sides. And I want to kind of lay it out, and I kind of want to get your opinion. Okay.
0: Okay. So, well, oh, oh, sorry. I thought you wanted. Never mind. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> no, no, Christopher, you're important just after me. Okay.
0: Does I, that make sense? Trust me, Hunter. I understand the hierarchy.
1: Okay. Good. You I appreciate talk that. when I let you. Yes, exactly. Thank you for letting me. And I'm letting you right now. That's really kind of you. Thanks. You're Um, welcome. Go ahead. Now?
0: Because I gave you permission, yes.
1: Oh, okay. Thanks. Um, So I think the argument from the, it was a bad shoot is. Actually, I'm going to do a good shoot first. The argument from it it was a good shoot is the, Jacob clearly is not listening to the officer. Mm -hmm. And we can't hear the officer, but it appears that the officer is shouting at jacob he is pointing a firearm he and the other cop with him have both pointed their firearms together which is one of these things that i've learned from this uh defense attorney is what they look for if everybody in the room points their gun at somebody then it means they reacted they didn't collude you know it wasn't like one person looking at another officer going oh my god he has his gun pulled if everybody pulls their gun at the same time then it means we saw they, something dangerous. they
0: all saw the dangerous thing not oh let's let's confirm the actions of another individual. Let me also say this. You can, in the video hear somebody who it's easy to assume was the cop saying, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, Right. But, but that, you know, you couldn't say for sure who that was. It might have been someone talking to the cops. It could have been a family member talking to Jacob. It could have been a lot of different things. But you, it's easy to assume based on the tone of voice and the sound of the person's voice that it was the cops telling him not to do something.
1: Right. It's hard to tell what's going on in these videos. Witness testimony will clear all this up eventually. And that's why it's good for people to calm down and wait, you know, mm-hmm. quite honestly. Mm-hmm. But, and then... In addition to that, even if you can't hear it, the officer is clearly trying to stop Jacob. He's reaching, he's putting his hand out, he's trying to grab him. He's trying to help, he's trying to get him to stop going to the car. Uh, Jacob clearly is having none of that. Um, and then the individual, and then Jacob reaches into his car. The issue with him reaching into his car is the officers are unaware of what's in the car. It could be a right. weapon. It could be, um, you know, it could be it could be a hundred things. It could be Jacob getting in his car, driving away, and hitting somebody. You know. Uh, there's a warrant out for Jacob's arrest, um, you know, which I, I've learned some details about as well. Um, having a warrant necessarily isn't a bad thing. It just means that you probably didn't make your court date for something. And if you didn't make your court date, you know, there's a warrant for your arrest, but it's can be, you know, it doesn't mean you're guilty of anything. You right. know, Certainly at that Except
0: point. Except for whatever misdemeanor it is that you're missing your court date. Right. Exactly. It's probably a fine or something.
1: Right. So, okay. That, that's the argument for the officer was in the right, essentially, you know? Yeah, and,
0: well, and, and when you're dealing with the, the police, and, you know, I, I conceal carry every day, especially now. Um, sure. When I get pulled over and I have a firearm with me, or even when I don't, uh, they say keep your hands on the steering wheel. What I've started doing, and I'm not a lawyer, this isn't legal advice, what I've started doing is I've started rolling down my window and literally setting my hands outside of the car. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of my window, which is not very comfortable. But I want the cop to know that he's got no issues. I'm going to keep my arms in an uncomfortable position. I'm going to let him know sure. that I don't mean him any harm. And then sure. before I reach for anything, I say, I've got my wallet in my back pocket, and I've got a strong side concealed carry. Do you want, do you want me to reach for my wallet? Do you want to disarm me? What do you want to do? And, and just super compliant, because when you are dealing with somebody who... Is basically the state right, saying, right, right. I've got this gun and you owe me $200. <laughs> it makes sense that people react poorly and they do sometimes. Right. And so it's important to, when you're interacting with a stranger and having to make a transaction that one of the party would rather not make, it's important if you truly mean no harm to make that abundantly apparent. This person doesn't know anything about you. Right. Uh, one of the coolest yeah. cops, just a quick anecdote, one of the coolest cops that ever pulled me over, I said, I had my hands outside the window, he's like, how are you doing, you know, whatever, and I said, I'm I'm carrying a weapon, I've got a strong side concealed carry, and it's right next to my wallet, do you, what, what, how would you like to proceed, and he said the following phrase to me, you don't show me yours, I won't show you mine,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
0: all right, bud, sounds good, you got a deal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that ain't bad, so, well, good. And then I think, um, so, you know, and that makes sense. You know, you should, if an officer is telling you what to, something to do and he has a gun pointed at you, it's in your best interest and in the, you know, the officer to understand that you you have good intentions, you know, to listen to him and obey and be compliant. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense. Okay. the The argument for shooting, or uh, the argument for the shoot being bad is something along these lines. There's four officers in this, as we've learned, right? And four officers don't restrain, um, Jacob Blake, which Mm -hmm. is a bit surprising, right? If you had, I mean, like if it was one man or two trying to, trying to restrain Jacob, you would, you would think that the officers, you know, might be justified in using some, uh, some amount of force to make that happen. Uh, with their firearms. Um, but there's four, there's four police officers involved and one Jacob, you know, they can all grab a leg if they want or a, a limb. Um, the other, the other side to that is, um, it seems the officers, uh, res- went to their firearms quickly, you know, mm-hmm. um, which we don't know why. Um, and then the other, the other thing is that Jacob could have been reaching in his car for anything, and one thing this defense attorney said that I thought was actually pretty good is like once you open up the door, he could have been doing anything, we can play the same game with the cops. Mm-hmm. you know and so and and so I'm curious as to what you think with all that because I think i I'm a little i think it depends on how you see the role as cop. um and I think it depends. do you think cop in society, and i don't think I don't think we've had this conversation as a country, quite honestly. Is cop and society individual, or is cop and society government? And
0: All, always, always both. That's right, meaning.
1: and and that's the problem, right? Because if it's always both, then it's both a good shoot and a bad shoot, in my opinion. Well, you see what I'm saying there?
0: It's, I I I disagree with that. Okay, um, I, I, l- I let's think, talk about it. I think that he is uh, that he is an individual who is an agent of the government he's acting on behalf of the government okay. but he has to make his decisions himself sure. and you know what i wouldn't ask anybody i wouldn't ask anybody to not go home to their families on account of following protocol you know what i'm saying at the end of right. the day i don't right, think that's exactly. a, i don't think that's a something i can personally ask somebody to do now do heroes do it all the time yes they do and those people those people deserve to be um deserve praise and deserve to be remembered well so it's it's a complicated issue for me i'll tell you this my own personal journey with that video Uh was something like this i watched it the first time and i went like as the gun was going off i was like no stop stop seven stop what are you doing right seven is a lot that was my first thought and then i watched it again and i was like well hold on a minute here what how did we get to this position like how did we get somebody's trying to drag on your shirt and and what happened before this and after watching it two or three times i realized okay hold on a minute it's time to wait for more information uh, okay on this specific issue and so for me it was not that it was a good shoot or a bad shoot. It was a shoot that we knew precious little about, and it was time to wait for more information. And we have some.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, and some of that, some of the stuff we've seen the video from the other side, which kind of doesn't really tell us much except that, uh, you know, Jacob was on the ground. It appears it's a really, really rough video. It's really hard to tell what's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we know that, either by the police reports or something along those lines, there was a knife in Jacob's car. W- once again, I think it kind of comes to the point of, was Jacob going for his knife? Well, uh, well go ahead. Yeah, I think that
0: Did right the cops see the
1: knife is another important point that I don't think has been cleared up for me either.
0: Well, here's here's the answer to a lot of those questions, I believe, now that we've okay. waited for more information. Okay, okay. Uh, one thing that w- wasn't initially clear is did the cops know about the arrest warrant? And sure. based on police police radio audio that's been released, yes, they did. They were told that he had a warrant out for his arrest, and they were told the details of the warrant, which included such hits as sexual assault of a minor. Mm-hmm. And that's relevant. It's not irrelevant. They also uh, knew that he had a charge for... Uh, bodily injury to a police officer, so he is actually he had actually injured a police officer before with a knife. So
1: and the got officers this, were aware of this before the arrest, essentially. Right. They okay. they or they, before the they altercation. They got
0: a rundown on his rap sheet before got they it. got to the location. That's that's based on the police scanner audio that's been uh, been released. Now, in addition to that, he is at the address, and presumably, I'm going outside the realm of what we know right now. But presumably. Okay. The individual who called the police was at this address. She was, it is believed, the victim of the sexual assault that he committed before. Mm. And initially there was a story that he was going there to break up a fight. Well, turns out he was actually there causing problems. He had stolen this woman's keys, wasn't giving them back, um, has has a history with this woman before. I believe she has a restraining order. I haven't independently verified that, but I've been told that. from a couple of different sources that i tend to trust so apparently she has a restraining order for this guy and then when the cop showed up he told them he had a knife he says interesting he he
1: actually that that's been according
0: according to according to the police reports that were released which if they're Ah. all racist then who knows he said he's like i'm not dealing with this i have a knife let's fight it out um in light of that evidence
1: so then he said we, that, then went to his car, and we... Starts, know, and yeah. so, it, so it could be that... Okay, so if, if the police report is accurate, which could be collaborated with witness testimony, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, if people are willing to witness appropriate... Or witness to this, it could be he said that, went to his car to get that knife that was in the floor, or right. wherever it was, to attack the officers.
0: Well, and another thing that compli- that, that I would not complicates, actually uncomplicates this issue, is that before the officers tried to tase him, it had no effect for whatever mm-hmm. reason. And mm-hmm. they also tried to restrain him, and they were unable to do so. Um, okay. From, by all accounts, they tried to take him down, and he was able to slip their grasp and get to the other side of the car. So mm-hmm. when you look at all that together... This looks a lot more like suicide by cop than it does like a bad shoot to me. Now, I'm still waiting on th- issues to be corroborated. I'm still waiting right. on details to come out, but the th- there's enough there's enough gray area in this uh that simply says that this guy was spoiling for a fight. The it would have been great if the cops could have restrained him. It looks like they tried and then exhausted that opportunity and this is what happens when you tell anyone, much less a police officer, that you're going to pull a weapon on them uh, when you're resisting right. a lawful command.
1: Right. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I guess it, I guess it's this is kind of the problem with these things. And this is why it's so important. It, we kind of learned this with George Floyd, and people are going to learn this with George Floyd when uh, Derek? I don't know. Is it Derek? Okay. When the officer in that incident doesn't get convicted of first-degree murder. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, so people. It's important. It's important to wait for evidence. It's important to calm down, and it's important to let juries and lawyers and judges do their job, which is to piece this information together as best as humanly possible.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if if the details that we think we know about the Jacob Blake uh, incident are accurate, the way I just portrayed them. And like, I, I hope I made enough caveats in there for what we yeah. know and what we are. I think you did ta- job. taking on good evidence, then or, or good word rather, mm-hmm. it'll be impossible to do anything but exonerate these
1: officers. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, well, and that's so, and that's sad because that's sad because it, it 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 perpetuates narratives. You know, it does all that and. Um, it looks really good on a phone, and we've talked about this before. You know, it's really, really hard to fight statistics with when you have one video that shows, you know, this yeah. story. And, um, and
0: this is the time for the intellectually honest to say this is not a trend. You know, right, it's important exactly. to remember for your own sanity right now that this is not a widespread phenomena.
1: In fact, this is, more white people are being shot since. Uh, um, since hands up, don't shoot. Then black people. The trend is not not more. The trend is more white people are being shot year over year, and less black people are being shot year over year. So right. Not not um, the not the full amount.
0: And when you cops. correct for interactions with police, then it's really impossible to say that there's any kind of statistically based systemic issue here. Right. Uh, so we'll we see. We're waiting. Out. We're in a holding pattern for that. But this—that's the first building block in the shift of the narrative that's happened around uh, the protests and gun violence over the weekend. So, guys, this conversation uh, went on for way longer than anyone uh, reasonably could listen to an episode. So we're splitting it into two episodes. That means that uh, we are going to give you the rest of this conversation next week. Definitely stick around for it. It got to some really cool places. But anyway, we wanted to give you our normal spill. Again, the sponsor's FNX FNX uh, Fitness, FNX.com.
1: Use coupon code FNX CarlPooling. Fit.com. Excuse me, Christopher. Am oh, I, Don't yeah. you want to keep the sponsor? Good God. You know me. It's like I'm, I'm podcasting know. with my mom. Anyway. Is it? Sorry, mom. No. Um, <laughs> no, okay. it's not. Anyway,
0: uh, uh, coupon code CarlPooling for 15% off. If uh, you're getting supplements and and you use protein powders and those kind of things, no reason not to get them through us throw us a bone um, and then you know the drill follow the show at Carl Pooling on the social media follow Hunter and I Chris X Carl and Emotional Carl uh, not respectively the opposite of respectively maybe irrespectively I'm not sure vice versa
1: or visa versa however that works I'm email not, us at
0: carlpooling at gmail dot com check us out at carlpooling dot com yeah, and yeah. Uh, that's been the show
1: so that's, you know Get out of the back seat, get tested, get something. Get, 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 get out of my, get out of my sight.